Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I am in the dressing room of a band called Akilo. I have both members of the band here with me. I'm going to get each of you to introduce yourself. I'm Tom. Tom, what do you do in this band? I do a bit of singing, play a bit of guitar, and do some of that piano. Yeah, pretty much the same, except from Tom's the front man and I'm his, I'm his uh, sidekick. Ben's the, Ben's the talker. I think Ben's the talker in the, in the outfit. I just sing a little bit, yeah. You guys just walked off stage after doing your set, opening up for Lapsley. I don't really interview a lot of bands after they do their set because most of those bands tend to want to do other things. How are you guys feeling? Uh, we're, we're feeling a bit ropey because we had a big night last night, so... Um, don't know, we have, we've got this is Canada. Here. What is ropey? Oh, ropey. <laughs> ropey means feels like you're going to be sick. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I'm going to be sick. I won't be though, not in your presence, don't worry. I'll go to the toilet. <laughs> nah, we're just feeling a bit rough because we had quite a big night last night and we've got a day off tomorrow, so I think we're going to have a chilled one after. after I, I, I think I feel the opposite. I think I just want to go out and yeah, yeah, absolutely experience this beautiful city for the last night that we're here. And hopefully we'll get through the term, but if not, we might as well live it like it's the last time we visited here, you know? <laughs> While you guys get a beer, I'm going to play a track. I'm going to play you there by the band called Aquilo. How would you like to say a few words about this before people hear it? Um, we're called Aquilo. That's what we're... <laughs> I've been saying Aquilo because that's how it reads to me, but how should I be saying it? Okay, yeah, so it's normally pronounced Aquilo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aquilo. But whatever floats your boat. <laughs> I would like to say it properly, so Aquilo is the band that you're going to hear their song, You There. You
Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard a song called You There by a band called Aquilo. Did I get that right? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Aquilo. Yeah, nearly, nearly. You were close. You were close. Yeah, Aquilo. Aquilo. A band called Aquilo. And I've got both members of the band here. That's Ben. That's Tom. So, who would like to talk? Actually, you talked about it before, so it's your turn to talk, Ben. Hey, I'm Ben. You There is one of the, f- one of the first songs we wrote together. It's just really simple. I think it's 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 done far better than we. It's done so much for us, and it's it's just far better than we'd have ever expected the response to be. Um, a knock at the door. A knock at the door. Hang on. It's probably one of our boyfriends. All right, so that is the guy delivering the beer coming inside the room. Yeah. No. Great. Great news. Best news of the day. <laughs> yeah. We'll sort it. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Um, would you like us to talk about You There? Yes, I would love you to talk about that song a bit more. Um, so You There is one of the first songs we'd written and it, it, we put it out not thinking much would happen and it sort of shaped um, who we are and how far we've come. I mean, we didn't think we'd come this far at all. Yeah, so um, yeah, You There is a really special song to us too. It was the first song that sort of um, was like a piano led song really for us and it was, that's what sort of like brought us into that direction. I think we've actually used that production methods and everything like that throughout you know a lot of the way that we make music and it's just a, such a simplistic message that I think can apply for any scenario and I think actually that's why we want that's how we wanted to approach it it's something really simple because actually lyrically it's like there's not much to be fair there's only a couple of lyrics but it's, yeah it is what it is and what's said in it needs to be said and it's really to the point. It's probably the most to the point song we've ever written. Okay, so you guys are from the same small town in the UK, but you met because of the internet. I'd love you to tell me about your first meeting. So I messaged Ben, so this is crazy, because like, basically Ben lives a stone throw away from my house, but because of the age difference, he's about four years younger than me. I never really knew Ben, you know, on a personal level, because he was, you know, you don't don't hang around with people that, Anyway, I came back from uni, he posted a song online, and maybe the age gap sort of closed a little bit when we got a little bit older. Anyway, um, he put this song out on SoundCloud, and I was like, this is this is absolutely amazing. Like, really, really phenomenal lyrics, amazing sort of melodies, everything. And I was like, let's try something, let's write, let's write some songs. And I messaged him, he, so he walked about 20 metres 
<laughs> over the road and then came to my came to mine and we wrote some like acoustic stuff and it was it was sort of them and it sort of started that was that was it that was about three and a half years ago now so you've described how you met but what was it like when you guys actually met because it's kind of hilarious that you lived almost across the street from each other grew up in the same small town met through the internet for the first time it wasn't necessarily the first time because we both went to the same primary school i think we even went to the same nursery do you know what i mean like it's such a tight-knit village everyone knows everyone our parents were friends of each other we just never really hung around with each other and got to know each other and i think that's that's what the songwriting did for the two of us we just slowly got to got to know each other and now we live with each other <laughs> and we have done for the past two years right yeah so what you walk in the door and one of you picks up a guitar and that's it that's it we just pick up a guitar and then we just write hits i'm joking i'm joking don't pull that in that's fucking shit <laughs> now though basically yeah he came in we we just wrote we just wrote a song with, with each other it was just like an acoustic an acoustic sort of like think have you heard of the of the guy think have you heard? yeah an incredible like we, it was a huge inspiration for us yeah we just listen to loads of that sort of stuff. We just listen to music and then we maybe use this sort of thing. It was one of those scenarios. Not everyone has heard of Fink, so describe him in a sentence. Sick guy. <laughs> no, he is just, I don't know, he, he captures everything you want in that acoustic sort of spectrum. Like a really deep voice, amazing guitar sounds. The actual production of, the, of, the, of his albums is just fascinating. And that's what we were so interested by. For me, what Fink has, which so few have these days, is the lyrics are so simple and to the point, and you, you I don't know, you don't have to look into the song too hard to find out what it's about, and um, yeah, I think that he sort of guided a, guided a path for us. You guys, as Aquilo, you guys were, make such beautiful music, but everyone talks about the fact that you guys were both in a grunge band and a metal band before, so I'd love... The, each of you to describe the other band quickly. So Ben, you describe Tom's, and Tom's, you describe Ben's. Go. Tom's band was shit. They weren't remotely as good as my band. Yeah. Hi, someone else comes in. Sorry. I'm Scott, hi. Hi Scott, I'm Danny. <laughs> hi Danny. Hey, boys. I'm the tour manager. Place this place. is gonna go really well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, guys, you, there's some beers there. Take, take those yes. beers and over the room and have a, a chill. Mate, sorry about this. That's okay. Bye. Thank you. Good luck, mate. And yet they took no beers. <laughs> weird, isn't it? It's very weird. So if I was going to describe Ben's band, I'd say, I don't know, it's, it's one of those bands, you know when like someone's so young and they can play so tight together and you're like, and you hate them for it. <laughs> it was one of those things. They were so tight and so like sort of ahead of, ahead of their ahead of their time in a small in, like, in our small village in Silverdale. It was like it was it was just great. It was great to see. Really good to see. Like a fun like great musicianship. Just brilliant. And uh, yeah, we always looked up to Tom uh, to Tom's band, my band, because we were a lot younger, and we were more like the grunge side of things. And Tom was into metal. And um, so come on, what kind of metal? kind of metal it was like melodic pro progressive metal it was like he was vegetarian progressive guy <laughs> now tom was into uh massively into like explosions it was it was almost like explosions in the sky no but it was though it was like metal with this this like cinema like like a cinematic aura about it you know it's, it's hard to describe without, without hearing it but yeah we all looked up to tom's band and uh, we'd always play the same shows um, in front of like all our mates, you know, like 50 people, do you know what I mean? Really small shows. But yeah, no, they were, they were important days for the two of us, I think. All right, I think it's time to play another track. I'm gonna play Calling Me, which 
I've heard is the first song that you wrote when you first met. Yes. Correct. Yeah, it is, yeah. So how would you like to say one sentence about it as you roll yourself a cigarette? Uh, yeah, so this is the first song we ever ever wrote together. Um, yeah, I think it plays an important part for us, really, because we never expected it to really get any traction. And it was just one of, the, one of those things. And I think that, that, was, that was the track that got us to where we are now, in, without being corny. <laughs> Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Calling Me by a band called Aquilo. I'm not going to say it right. Aquilo. Aquilo. I got it wrong, but I love what I love. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write it down. Aquilo. No, no, it doesn't matter. I, I really don't mind. I, I quite enjoy everyone else's different take. But I would like to get it correct because it's kind of what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> I don't think there's any right and wrong with it, to be honest with you. You just heard the track Calling Me by Aquilo. There we go. So Tom talked about it before the song was played. Now it's your turn. Calling me, um, yeah, call, uh, calling me important song for the two of us. It really didn't take long to write. It just sort of fell into place. 
and um, yeah, it just seems to have just seems to have done something for us. Uh, so I've got a soft spot for that song. You guys have both given up your day jobs to do music full time. Congratulations! Most people tell creative types to hold on to the day job as long as possible. So I'd love you to tell me about your decision. Well, yeah, we we had to actually. It wasn't. It, t- it took us about a year or so for us to hold on to the jobs that we had before we. I mean, like we were almost signed and we were still, you know, we were still working. Tom was working in a factory and I was, um, I was working in a coffee shop, but I wasn't even making coffee. They made me like wash dishes and stuff. So it was, it was draining, but it worked for the two of us because it meant that we'd go back to Tom's house in the evening after work and we had a drive to get out of there. We had a reason to get out of that. What felt like a slump because we knew what, what things could be. So at some point things worked out where you could leave those behind. Well, the decision making was I didn't want to. I, I didn't want. I didn't want to wash dishes anymore. So I just figured, I, I don't know. Writing songs is just. I mean, to even call it a job is it's ridiculous. I mean, it's it really is. It's hard to. You lose perspective. It's so easy to lose perspective of the fact that this is a job. And I mean, it doesn't feel like a job. I mean, today, this doesn't feel like a job at all. I mean, even talking to you, it doesn't feel like a job. I mean, it just feels like we're having a good laugh. It's yeah. It's weird. Sort yeah. It's weird. All right, Tom, are you going to light that or are you going to answer this question? Oh, you can smoke in it, can't you? You are allowed to smoke in it. Nah, I reckon our tour manager will kick the shit out of me. If I like. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think it's quite an obvious choice. I mean, put yourself in my position. Would you want to work in a factory? I lovely people in the factory, don't get me wrong. I... I had I didn't have anything else, you know. That music really was the only thing I could I I wanted to do. And I think if you know that, if you know that really like deep down, then you will make that decision. That sort of that decision makes itself sort of thing. So if you are in a band, if you are doing what you love, then there's a knock at the door, and all that cheering is Lapsley going on stage. <laughs> and if you love what you do, then I think you should absolutely just go for it. I think that's just. Because then you can look back and say, you know, you tried, even even if it didn't work out how you wanted to. I mean, nothing really does, but then you can look back and then, you know, realize you made the right made the right choice and, you know, tried it, tried it for yourself. I'm going to play the track Human now by Aquilo. Ben, would you like to say something about it before it comes on? What's the song, sorry? <laughs> human. Oh, Human. Yeah, Human, we wrote this song with um, our good friend Son and... Um, yeah, yeah, we love this song. For those who don't know, who is Son? Son is a producer um, from Vienna um, that we met, and we we were massive fans of his, and we got a call asking if we if, if we could write a song with him, and we went and wrote two or three songs with him, and Human is one of those songs, and we're I'm proud of it. I'm really proud of it. Lost along the way And know it's not enough But these things They all get better And even if it's tough You know we Shoulders feed on ground. You 
This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Human by Aquilo. I probably said it wrong again. No, you smashed it. That was great. Yes. So before we heard the song, we were talking about how this track was written with an individual named San. So I'd love you guys to tell me what it's like to write with somebody who's a more accomplished writer than you guys. It was actually really interesting with San because like we looked up to him for a long sort of time. So actually watching him work and like learning from it because like for us it's this big learning process and I think anybody that's in the same situation would agree it's all a massive learning process and anybody you get to write with even if it doesn't work out even if it's the worst writing session that you could ever have you still learn from it and that's exactly what we got from working with Son. So what's one reason you looked up to him? Um, just because I've been absolutely fascinated by his sound, by his words, by everything about him, his mystique, and actually, actually meeting him and working with a, like someone like that is just like it's incredible. It's an experience. And what's one thing you learned from working with him about songwriting? Um, that there's no rules. There is literally no rules. I think that's the only thing I learned. Not the only thing I learned with him, but one of the things I learned with him. There, are, there are no rules. With it, you can't. Don't follow us strict chord progression don't follow any sort of like production methods you know, you know there really is no rules with it everything is just, just fucking go crazy with it <laughs> so 
Yeah, I, I back Tom with what, what he's saying there. Son, one of the biggest things Son showed us is that there's no specific way to do anything. And with all three songs we wrote with Son, there were three different processes, and they're all about three completely different things. And they just it just fell into place. You know, do things how you want to do them, and don't follow any strict pattern. So guys. I would love you each to gush a little bit about the other one. So that means you say one thing about the other guy that you particularly admire. I admire the fact that Tom can sleep, but when he wants, he sleeps on demand and it's unbelievable. You would not believe. I was thinking about setting up a Snapchat where I actually just filmed Tom sleeping. I reckon, I reckon you'd be looking at his little naps. They're not even like little naps. He can go for like a two hour one and then he'll wake up, he'll be awake for like three hours and then he'll find two hours spare to go and have another two hours. It's unbelievable. It's a talent. It's a skill. That is a skill. So now it's your turn. Now you have to say something nice about Ben. I, right now, I admire Ben's dungarees. He's repping the Mario look. So we're in Canada. What are dungarees? Dungarees. Okay. How could I describe... You know, like Mario. Like, who doesn't know Mario or Luigi? You know, like... um, So dungarees are overalls. Yeah. Overalls, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, they little yeah, yeah. dungarees, overalls, whatever you want to. If you want to paint a building, you might wear these sort of thing. But I love them, and I think he's rocking them right now. <laughs> Tom hates these, and that's why I wear them. <laughs> so you've led me to the next question. You guys are on tour together. What period in the tour are you at? Now I'm coming at this like all tours tend to be a graph where like things are really great in the beginning, things get pretty bad, and then you're like, yeah, it's last night, let's go crazy. So what part of the tour are you at? Um, this tour has just got better and better and better. I mean, the Lapsley's crew, um, we're all really good friends with, and our crew as well, best mates, you know, schoolmates from back home. And uh, Everyone's cheering in the background for Lapsley. For people who don't know, who is she? Lapsley, yeah, she's a singer from Liverpool. Uh, she's a producer as well, very talented producer on uh, XL Records. Uh, got a bright future. Uh, she's released this album that is just special. Yeah, she's she's a talent. She's a real talent and a good friend of ours. And um, yeah, now this tour's been amazing. It's just getting better and better. And we'll see. And also the shows are getting better and better. The crowds are getting better and better. So. All right. I mean, I'll accept that answer, but it is a little bit cliche. Let's see what I get from you, Tom. What do I think about Lapsley? What do you think, what period are we at in the tour? Okay, yeah, so like, for me it's been like a laugh. Everything has been just fantastic. We've just we've just enjoyed a 35 hour bus ride from, where was it? It was, um, yeah, Chicago to here. And that takes a long, 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 long time. So basically we've just, just had some drinks and just had a, like a fucking laugh with everybody. It's been like fantastic. So at the stage right now we're at, is I reckon keep on how we're doing it. Just have some more drinks. <laughs> just drink more. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Just... Luckily, they just delivered a big case of beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They really did. There was a lot of bottles of beer in that. Yeah, fantastic. But you guys, you guys have very good beer. <laughs> fantastic. Well, you're gracious to say that. I think you guys should get another beer while I play a track. I'm gonna play the track. I gave it all. Who would like to talk about that quickly before we hear it? Um, it was it was really weird. I, I came up with this chord progression um, downstairs in my in my basement actually before I moved out of my dad's house, and my dad heard this chord chord progression. It was the first time I like my dad showed any interest in 
any interest in any of our music at all. He's sort of a little bit, he's a bit of a Dire Straits fan, a bit of Rolling Stones. He didn't, didn't really lost sort of guy. Anyway, he came on stage and was like, what was that chord progression? And I was like, no, no, it's something I've been working on. It was the first time I've ever really played with, with black keys. And anybody that plays piano will understand this. You go from playing white keys to playing black keys. And that's, 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 that's sort of how, well, our process anyway. And then I did that. My dad came downstairs and he was like, I love that. You need to make that into a song. And that's how we sort of came up with the chord progression until I gave it all. In this class of breaks The sun that I cut shadows round my feet And my hands they bleed The stain I'll always remember A stain stays in me This changes you mm, It's harder now we're breaking Now I should know it's never right for me to say
Scott Wood, your host. You just heard I Gave It All by the band Aquilo. I have both of the members here backstage with me. They're getting drunk. All right, Ben, it's your turn to talk about this. I'll talk about I Gave It All. Yeah, it's one of the first songs that are, well, no, well, not one of the first songs, but our parents showed massive interest in this song. And I think it opened our eyes up as to what it was, what it, what it is. And it often takes a friend to hear a song that you've been making to tell you that it's something that it is. Because sometimes me and Tom write songs and we push them to the back of a pile. And then someone else comes along and hears that and goes, what on earth are you doing just leaving that? Um, and yeah, I gave it was a perfect example of friends and family hearing it and, you know, making us use it. <laughs> well, I'm glad they did. It's a beautiful song. So I'd love you guys to talk a little bit about your working relationship and how you write those songs together. We, there's no, you know, there's no specific way we do it. Sometimes I'll write, I'll write a song and sometimes Tom will write a song or more often than not, we write together and it, we just get each other, we, you know, we get, we just get what we want as well. We understand each other's music tastes and abilities and lyrically as well we're on the same page i feel like we're really on the same page and what we're going for is the same thing you know it's just works it's quite it's quite exciting when you sort of find yourself writing with someone that you sort of get in 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 that sort of way as in ben might come up with a chord progression or i might come up with like a a top line we we normally write with a chord progression first and then we sort of produce along the way and then we'll get the sort of top line um in top line means in a vocal sort of like melody um that that's sort of how that's sort of how it works i think like we we i would say it was split completely 50 50 and being truthful bit like honestly truthful it is split 50 50 with everything that we do with every song that we've written everybody's had like ben and i we've had equal amounts um you know of inspiration of everything put into the songs whether it be top line or or chord progression all right i'm not trying to start drama guys but at some point you must have some sort of disagreement or differences of opinion yeah yeah like we fight like best mates do sometimes you know but it's you know when you're doing something that I don't know, like, sometimes I really want to get a point across with a song, and if Tom isn't feeling it, there's nothing you can do about it, and you have to grit your teeth. You, you have to fucking grit your teeth. It's just the way it is. Do you know what I mean? If you feel passionate about something, you got to remember it's a two-way thing. You know what I mean? We're in this together. And if Tom doesn't feel the same way about something, then fair enough. And there's been times where Tom has been adamant. He wants a song to go a certain way where I haven't. And that's, that's, what, it, that's what it is, you know? There's two of us. It's 50-50 it's all the time. It's, it's, but It's a skill. It's a skill being, you know, it's a skill being in doing this sort of thing because we, you know, we share so much with each other that we, we have to we have to make this work and we have such a good time with it. It's pointless to argue about it. Well, you know, this is what's great about this sort of relationship. If we do have an argument, it's over in 10 minutes. We have a good shout out each other. Then it's like, all right, okay, so we've got what we need <laughs> off our top of our heads. It's fine. Like, we're both, we're both like, back to normal. It's, it's, it's one of those, it's a relationship, isn't it? <laughs> So I'm gonna play Losing You next. Could you guys talk about that with maybe something that you had to work out in a productive way? Losing You, I can't even remember writing Losing You. Like just, it, uh, Losing You, I think, I think we wrote oh, Losing know, You. Yeah, no, we wrote, no, oh, we wrote Losing You in thing. London, yeah. Go on. We, <laughs> so basically, in Losing You, we, we, we were in this weird, weird studio somewhere with this rubbish microphone and it, it was, it wasn't, really how we wanted it to sound everything like that anyway we went we, we went away for a while 
and our manager was like look you need to re-record it because it's going to be you know we need it recorded better and actually we recorded the vocals for that maybe three or four different times in different sort of times and like we never got it sounding as good, did we? Like, never got it sounding as good as the original take. And it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, in a writing session where me and Ben are in a studio, it's one of those things where, like... Normally, yeah. Normally, the vocals that you're hearing on the track is from the recording session, because uh, Tom, <laughs> Tom feels the song the most and is really passionate about it as it's being written. You know, that's when all the emotions are there, it's being written. Trying to re-vocal some of, some of the songs, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work, you know? Like, the passion's not there and the meaning of the song... You know, it's just, it has to be in the moment. And Losing You is a perfect example of, we spent months trying to re-vocal that song. And we ended up using the shitty microphone version, which sounds all right, actually, <laughs> in hindsight. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. have a really good mix engineer. I think that's good. <laughs> Here we are, painting pictures of a war. Maybe I don't get it all. So here we are again. So cold Maybe there's another way Maybe worlds don't have to play another part Tell me what I could have done Looking back I tried my best to carry on But the feeling we once had Starts to fade beneath the bat And it says Everything is everything And I'm losing you Yeah, I'm losing you And I'm almost at the point of giving it up Yeah, I'm losing you And I'm losing you But I don't think you can see there's no other here I am Staring back at what we were Just remember it was her that made me Now I'm crawling The stop from falling Will I ever understand you what I want? And tell me what I could have done Looking back I tried my best to carry on But the feeling we once had Starts to fade beneath the bat And it's everything It's everything And I'm losing you Yeah, I'm losing you And I'm almost
Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Losing You by a band called Aquilo. I have the two members of the band here with me, Ben and Tom. All right, does anyone have anything left to say about this song? No, I just think Losing You is what it is. It's sort of, you know, the lyrics are what they are. And um, yeah, with most of our songs, I don't really have much to say about them because these, you know, they sort of talk for themselves. I don't know, like... It's the most time-consuming song we've ever had to produce. Not to write. The writing process was was simple enough, but we it, it was it was the hardest song to produce. I mean, you might listen to that and think, that's not that, that's not that <laughs> complex. But actually, for us, it was really difficult to get right. Really difficult to get right. So, you guys are going to be putting out your first full-length record early 2017 on a big label. So, I'd love you guys to talk about gaining confidence as a musician. Because you are pretty young and you've become successful pretty quickly. Yeah, I was, um, I think I was 17 when we signed to Island Records, um, which is part of Universal. And it was daunting having, you know, it's hard, it's hard to describe it, but when, when there are lots of different people telling you that you're great um, at a young age, and often they're just telling you you're great because they want a bit of whatever's happening. And you know what? They probably don't even think it. They probably don't even think you're great. They just want to be part of something that's happening, and they probably want to use you for business. The hardest thing for me and Tom was getting to realise the people that are real and the people that want to, people, people that genuinely want to, get involved with what you're doing because they love the music and um so how do you find those people just talk about things other than music literally you know it's this is the thing with our, our manager we um we spent lots of time trying to find the right manager and the best manager we came across was someone that we could talk to for hours about stuff other than music because we hit it off we got along you know it's all based on friendships music really is if, if it's done right, it's based on friendships and it's based on relationships. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to describe. I find it really hard to describe, but yeah. I think um, when it first started, actually, you know what? I, I, when it first started, I suffered from the worst anxiety. In fact, it was the first time I'd ever ex- experienced anxiety on, 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 on this, like, you know what, ever, ever, absolutely. And I had no idea what was going on because this is something that I wanted so desperately for all of my life. So I it went through a very weird sort of process of like understanding exactly what I did want. And I don't know, I think, I think that, that they were the first initial feelings about what was happening to the start. I mean, how, to be fair. So come on, Tom, how did you work through that? So <laughs> I worked through that by actually understanding that it was anxiety that I was going through because I reckon people understand that, well, that they suffer from anxiety. When you first encounter anxiety, you haven't the faintest of what the fuck is happening to you because it's a physical like affliction. It's, it's a bit weird <laughs> when you have an anxiety attack. It's, it's yeah, strange. And yeah, I, you deal with that by learning what it is and learning that actually it's completely psychological and, and not. Yeah. Surrounding yourself with the right people that care, I think, helps this horrible feeling of anxiety and feeling like you're going to get fucked over, uh, you know, at a young age. There's lots of money involved in music and there's lots of dickheads that control the money and, you, you know, you just have to, you have to trust people and you have to, you know, you have to find the right people to trust. And, for example, with Tom going through the anxiety, I remember the anxiety that Tom went through at the time stressful it was it was really stressful but you know surrounded ourselves in friends and good good music people people that genuinely enjoyed what we were doing and helped oh. us through it 
I was saying I went through an incredibly hard time. What was happening was so overwhelming that it created that anxiety. And that's what happens to a lot of people that start to achieve what they set out to do. It's the end of the show and I want to play a, the lead single off your debut record, Silhouette. Yeah, Silhouettes is the, uh, well, Silhouette is the first song off the album. Uh, we produced this uh, with, uh, we're huge fans of Olaf Arnold's and Olaf Arnold's got on board for four songs of the album. For people who don't know, who is he? Olaf Arnold's is, is an Icelandic producer. Um, we went to Iceland to, um, we went and stayed with him for a week. And, and you found out about him how? His music. His music's amazing. I think the first time I actually heard of Olaf Ronalds was oh, through... Was, it? It was, Hamish, was it? Hamish, yeah. I'd actually heard him... Have you heard of Broadchurch? This programme Broadchurch is a big series in the UK. Yeah, it's a big it's a big UK series. And the music made the made, makes the programme. And it turns out it was Oliver that had done it. And um, we got Oliver involved with... Well, we'd gone and written the song... And then we got him involved in the production and the string arrangement. He has absolutely smashed out of the park and he's completely understood what we wanted. Yeah, it was a really inspiring trip to go to Iceland and experience the way he makes music. Um, so yeah, this is Silhouettes. All right, but before I play it, I'm going to give Tom a chance to say something. <laughs> so we, um, we, recorded a, we recorded a lot of the parts, actually, in Iceland, in Iceland with, um, with Oliver. We had, we had these string players in the studio, and I've never recorded strings before in my life, so it's, it's a bit of a, a, bit of a nice thing, but it's an incredible thing. If you ever find yourself in a studio with string players, it's just one of the most beautiful things. And it was almost, I almost cried. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely amazing. I was just totally taken back by these guys. And they were just playing this beautiful thing that Oliver had scored for our song. And I was like, this is our song. And like, this is, this is what we've, this is what we've worked for. This is what we, this is what, we, this is what's happening right now. This, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm just so happy with the result and like with everything about, about that, about that one song. I'm really happy with that, and, and actually, it, mean, it means a lot. I think it means a lot to both of us, that tune, you know. Ben, Tom, thank you very much for being on my show. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Thanks for coming to this, this uh, groggy dressing room with us. <laughs> thank you for doing this interview with me when you could have been drinking beers with your friends. <laughs> no, we're doing that after. Nah, we'll do that after. I can remember being nothing but fearless and young We've become echoes, but echoes to fade away We fall into the dark as we die under the way Devils on your shoulder, strangers in your head As if you don't remember, as if you can't forget It's only been a moment, it's only been a lifetime But tonight you're a stranger, some silhouette Let's go Echoes, but echoes are fading 
And that's Tom, and we're, we're both of us are Aquilo, uh, and this is the interview with Scott Wood. And um, you are listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. <laughs> 